0: Hello, hello, hello. Once again, this is a day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We are truly excited about being in the land of the living. This is one more opportunity that we have to allow God to use us in a very, very, very special way. I'm so grateful and thankful to God today for all that he's doing in our lives. Even though there may be tragedy in your life, my life, our lives. But I want you to know that nothing happens without God's knowledge. There's a sparrow that does not lose, a sparrow does, any sparrow that loses his or her life, God knows about it. God knows us so much that he numbered every hair on our head. So every time that there is a hair loss, God even knows that. He said, Jeremiah, before you were in your mother's womb, I formed you. We have to remember those things because day-to-day, life is so, so, so very challenging. I'm so grateful and thankful to God and his infinite wisdom. Thank you to me K-I-S-I-M-E K-I-S-I-M-E.com, for allowing this opportunity for streaming, praise God. I'm truly thankful for Mr. Cantane, the owner of Kissame. And you can find me at K-I-S-I-M-E dot com. K-I-S-I-M-E dot com. You will find products like Cordy X. You will find things like Kinergy Coffee, where you have the double cappuccino and the double espresso. And it also comes with, I'll remember that special ingredient. I always try and remember it, but sometimes it, it gets away from me. Um, so I'm going to move on. At my next opportunity where I talk about the products, it'll probably be there. Cordyceps. 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 Hallelujah. Cordyceps. That is a word. Cordyceps. So we have the uh, Cordy X with um, the Cordyceps that's added and also for the different types of Kissing Me, I'm sorry, for the different types of Kennedy coffee. And I'm excited to speak about those. I'm not a coffee drinker. But this one, I really, really love. Uh, It does not taste like coffee. And the other thing, too, if you are going to drink something, don't you want to drink something that's going to be helpful? Amen to you. And so I myself use the Cordy X. The Cordy X is a formula that's all natural, and it comes with the cordyceps in it, praise God. And two tablets a day, one in the morning and one in the afternoon, amen, helps you focus, gives you better training of thought, uh, helps comp- concentration, and if you go to the website at kissonee, K-I-S-I-M-E you'll see that there are many testimonies out there as it relates to the Cordy X. So I'm excited about being in the land of the living again and excited about God's word and excited about what God is doing, and God is awesome in our lives. I'm going to start today's program with a story my wife and I. Oh, I'm sorry. My name is Gerald Johnson, and we pastor the Greater Harvest Church of God in Christ. That's Greater Harvest Church of God in Christ, located at 1144 Olive. 1144 Olive in the city of Long Beach. We're so excited that God has appointed us there, and looking forward to some wonderful, wonderful things that God is doing in the life of the Greater Harvest Church. I'm just excited about being with you again on today and believing God that God's going to do some miraculous things in your life on today. God is a God of miracles. Amen. He's a God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and he's also our God. And I'm truly thankful for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who thought it not robbery. Amen. Thought it not robbery. Praise God to take off his royal robe in glory and to be clothed in human flesh and to come down here. As both God and man Being human and divine So much so that he said I come not to do my will But the will of him who sent me And I'm excited that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ hung and died On the cross And because of him dying on the cross Dying on the cross So that none would be lost God is great and greatly To be praised I would just like to also Share with you there was a, a, a preacher, amen, that was on his way to something, going home. Anyway, there's a major storm, and in, in their travels, they had to travel across this bridge. There was a major storm, and it was raining so hard that, that, that he could hardly see. And driving slow, uh, trying to see, he had his wife. Children in the car with him, praise God. And as he was driving, amen, the, he was also in an area where there was a local mental hospital there, and the signs were posted everywhere. Signs were posted everywhere, and the signs that were posted were signs that were saying, you know, don't stop and pick up anyone because someone may have escaped from the hospital, so you don't want to pick up any riders. Uh, Just continue to drive through, praise God. So, as he was driving through, raining hard, amen, and just driving, and all of a sudden, driving slow on the bridge, getting ready to go across the bridge, being on the bridge a little way, praise God. What happened was uh, he saw this gentleman in the rain, and he was, you know, waving his shirt, you know, waving his shirt. He had no shirt on, just his t shirt and just waving his shirt over his hands, over his head, amen, saying, look, look, stop, stop, look, stop, stop. And the bridge was made in such a way that the the pastor, he couldn't go left or couldn't go right. So finally he told his families, I'm getting out, and I'm going to go talk to this man, his wife and children, begged him, don't get out, don't get out, don't get out. But he thought in his mind to get out. And when he got out, the man, he went And he grabbed the man and hugged the man. And the man said, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because when the man was raving his shirt, amen, saying, the bridge is out. The bridge is out. The bridge is out. The bridge is out. So the pastor, amen, he was excited because if he had kept on going, praise God, the bridge had washed out. And he would have now driven off of the bridge down in the river. Saints of the most high God. The rest of it is the pastor now with the man. He took off his jacket and they're waving their jackets back and forth, back and forth, screaming, the bridge is out. The bridge is out. The bridge is out. And now, as it relates to the body of Christ, and as it relates to things that are going on in our land today, in our nation, in the world today, praise God, we as the saints of the most high God, We've got to wave our hands as it relates to the word of God. We've got to wave our hands, amen, the word of God, and scream with a loud voice. The bridge is out. The bridge is out. Praise God. And the bridge between life and death, the bridge between living and dying, the bridge between miracle signs and wonders, the bridge between suicide the bridge between homelessness, the bridge that we need to look out for. The bridge is the word of God. So we are thankful and delighted and excited that you and I represent a bridge over troubled waters. Not I, but Christ in me. Not you, but Christ in us. Represent that bridge over troubled waters. We've got to raise our voices like a trumpet and Zion and continue to shout that the bridge is out and the bridge that is the bridge that we need is the word of God the word of God so we are truly thankful for this day father we thank you for your love your kindness and your tender sweet mercy more precious than silver or gold God we're looking to you as the author and the finisher of our faith God we can't do nothing without you But, Father, we can do all things with you. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. You can do it today in the name of Jesus Christ. You can make it today because of the blood of Jesus. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you, and the Lord rebuke you. There is no weapon that's formed against us. There's no weapon that's formed against our children. There's no weapon that's formed against this nation that will prosper. Father, we thank you how you look beyond our fault and see our need. God, we are excited about this great and wonderful and mighty day. Father, we thank you because we are looking forward to and we are expecting signs, hallelujah, miracles, signs, and wonders. Father, we thank you today for those who are facing traumatic situations. Father, have someone there, amen, that can speak the word and be that bridge over troubled waters. Father, we thank you that in you we move and have our being, God. We're asking for help today, help in Tennessee, Father, where the s- tornadoes are been, have 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 moved through. Amen. That country, not that country, that state. Amen. Of Tennessee, Father, we're just asking that you would help the homeless, uh, restore the power, uh, give wisdom. Uh, God, help, help. Only you can help, and God. We thank you that you are the only one. You, God, are everything. Everything we know, everything we have is you. God is everything and everything belongs to God. And Father, we're just standing in the gap, interceding, Father God, for the leadership, the leaders of Christendom everywhere, no matter what denomination, no matter what reformation, Father, we're asking that you bless leaders everywhere. We're talking about the missionaries. We're talking about the evangelists. We're talking about the pastors. We're talking about the bishops. We're talking about everywhere, God, to the everywhere. Bless now. Continue, God, to dip the leadership of the body of Christ. Dip deep down in the storehouse of wisdom and knowledge and understanding. God, stir up the gifts. Stir up the gifts that are down on the inside. And God will be so careful to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. In the mighty master's name of Jesus, we pray. Thank God, thank God, thank God, and amen. We have been talking about miracle signs and wonders at the Greater Harvest Church. We've been talking about, and God has been manifesting himself in a wonderful, mighty way. You or the next miracle that's coming to visit us at Greater Harvest Church. Because when you walk in through the door, you become that miracle. Thank you, Jesus. Whether it's, hallelujah, sickness in your body from the top of your head to the sole of your feet, oh, come in with the spirit of expectation, knowing God is going to heal you and deliver you through his word. Amen. Through his word. And all we have to do is to continue to allow God to use us, amen, use us, amen, each and every one of us as a conduit, amen, to form an atmosphere that's conducive for the Holy Ghost to come in, an atmosphere, help me, Holy Ghost, an atmosphere that's conducive for God to manifest with miracles, hallelujah, signs and wonders, and you are the next miracle, I'll say it again, And the miracle that you're looking for is in your mouth. The praise, amen, that God has placed down on the inside, rivers of living water flowing up out of us, amen, to speak those things that are not as though they were. Knowing that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we could ask or even think. And why is God able to do this? Because of the power that's on the inside of us. Because when Jesus Christ was on the cross, after he gave up the ghost, Father, and to thy hand, I commend my spirit, amen. Power from on high. No man took the life of Jesus. Jesus surrendered his will and surrendered his life. And blood was shed. Now, the blood of Jesus covers us, and the blood of Jesus manifests in us. Everything is washed and cleansed in the blood. Are you cleansed in the blood today? I'm cleansed in the blood. Just share with me. I'm cleansed in the blood. I'm washed in the blood. I'm healed in the blood. I'm delivered in the blood. I transform. I am transformed through the blood, and we thank you for the blood. And there are challenges, there are trials, and there are situations. Well, as we move forward today, amen, with the word from the Lord, we are continuing from last week, the qualities of the first church. Qualities of the first church. Qualities of the first church. Uh, Forgive these glasses today. I didn't have my others, so praise God, we're going to use these Hopefully, they're not offensive to anyone. We're reading from Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2, starting with verse 41. And the scripture reads, Then they that gladly received his words were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And we know that right now we are in through... Hallelujah. Help me, Holy Ghost. The Genesis 8 and 22 at the Greater Harvest Church. Through seed time. uh, I'm sorry. Help me, Holy Ghost. God, come on in the room right now. Oh, God, we need you. Genesis 8 and 22. For now, as the earth remains, there will be seed time and harvest, thus the greater harvest. And we're looking this year and this season, our theme, amen, our theme for growing. And our theme for moving is through seed time. From now, as long as the earth remains, praise God. We're in a season. We're in a season. Hallelujah. Being persistent in prayer. Hallelujah. And constant in our faith. Persistent in prayer and constant in our faith. We thank you for persistence in prayer, constant in our faith from 1 Samuel 1 and verse 17 and how are we going to and what is being persistent in prayer and constant in our faith how is that going to what are we going to do how are we going to get there and I'm so thankful for the first century church and I'll continue reading now amen picking up at verse 42 it says and they continued steadfastly in the apostles doctrine and fellowship and the breaking of bread And in prayers, and fear came over every soul, hallelujah, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles, and all that believed were together, and all had all things common, verse 45, and sold their possession and goods, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles, and all that believed were together, and had all things common, and sold their possessions and good and parted them to all men. Every man had need. Amen. And they, continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Verse 47, praising God. Verse 47, praising God and having favor with all people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. And we're going to look at verse 41, where we'll be moving from 41 on, talking about qualities of the first church, qualities of the first church. Verse 41, Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day were added unto them about three thousand soul. So we thank and praise God for his wisdom. Thank and praise God for all that he has done for us, in us, and through us. And again, we're so grateful that you're here or with us on today. So I believe we're going to pick up from uh, in the book of Matthew, I believe, in that third uh, Matthew, I think, the third chapter. Praise God and Somewhere between the verses uh, uh, 18 to 43, uh, I might be a little off, but those of us, scholars in the word of God, will hear the word and we can be in agreement. But that's where Jesus Christ was talking about uh, the sowing and seed, and talking about the seed that fell on the path, prayed God, the seed that fell on the path and fell on rocky ground, amen. And it talks about, those who hear the word, amen, hearing the word, uh, receiving its joy. But since that seed that fell on ground that was rocky, amen, or ground that wasn't uh, fertile enough, praise God, when trouble came in or that ground that wasn't fertile and the seed took and grew, praise God, the roots were exposed. So when the sun hit it, the roots were burned, praise God. And the word of God, that we get excited about hearing the word, Amen. But our hearts are not the word. Our hearts, are, are, are the soil in our hearts, is is that of which Amen is is not uh, followed, not not soft, and the word of God doesn't really take root as it should. So what happens when persecution comes in or trouble comes in? Then the quickly, quickly as the seed or the plant would fall away so we begin to fall away and the seeds that falling on thorns praise God refers to someone who hears the word but worries about what's going on in life and the deceitfulness of wealth began to choke out the word making it unfruitful praise God but the seed that falling on good ground the seed that's falling on good ground someone who hears the word And understands the word. And this is the one who produces a crop. And that crop being produced, that crop is going to yield, praise God. And the scripture says it's going to yield, amen, 160 or 30 times more. And so when we begin to look at that from there, Paul begins to speak. And he begins to commend the Thessalonians for the way that they receive the word of God. And in 1 uh, Thessalonians 2.13, uh, speaking from the New American Standard, it said, We also, amen, consistently thank God that when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it not as the word of men, but for what it really is, the word of God, which also performs its work in you who believe. I'd just like to remind you amen, that understand that we who understand the word of God, we understand the word of God is so powerful. The word of God has its power, and the power that the word of God has is the power to transform lives. When we begin to look at the word of God, and when the word of God leaves our head of knowledge and falls in a place of consciousness, which is our heart, again, I'll say the word of God, which we hear in our ears, Amen. Goes into our head of knowledge, but then transforms that 12-inch distance and becomes and becomes what is known in our hearts, praise God. Hallelujah. In our hearts, it now we're conscious of that word, and that word transforms our lives. What happens is the transformation comes because we believe in God. We believe in God. And the Lord says like this in, Isaiah, in I'll get ready to say Isaiah, Isaiah 55, either way, Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11 from the NIV says, The Lord says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So as my word, amen, that goes out from my mouth, it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. I thank God today. I thank God today. And we're going to pick up from there. We're going to continue on with qualities of the first church. Qualities of the first church. What we're talking about today, again, say it with me. Qualities Of the first church Like Luke Goes on now And he commends Those in Berea Speaking about B- the Bereans Luke says amen Now These were Noble minded Noble minded They were more noble minded Than those in Thessalonica For they received the word With great eagerness Examining the scriptures daily To see whether these things were so. Saint to the Most High God, our Lord himself, amen, says, go, hallelujah, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Matthew 8, 28, and 19. When we begin to say, he also says, praise God. Whosoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whosoever does not believe will be condemned. Mark 16 and verse 16. When we begin to look at what, Acts, what Luke says in Acts, amen, we examine these scriptures. We examine these scriptures, and we prove those scriptures to be so. And when we prove them to be so, then it is our charge to go. And in the going, amen, when we begin to present, amen, people will begin to talk and want to be baptized. So the critical note is just because a person changes his life and is baptized does not mean he's saved. So we're continuing from last week, praise God. So what we're talking about here, we have a lot of people today who think that they are saved because they went through the motion. We've got preachers who are preaching who think that they're saved. We've got missionaries who are out there working and they think that they're saved we got people singing, thinking that they're saved. We've got people, praise God. We've got people playing instruments, thinking that they're saved. And they're not. As we, the body of Christ, make all things, say it again. As we, the body of Christ, made all kinds of natural things that men might go through, that men should go through. And the song says, from the utmost. Jesus saves. We have a lot of things that we present that represent you have to do this to be saved. You have to do that for salvation. But the song says, from the utmost, it's only Jesus who saves. From the utmost, Jesus saves. A person can change their lives by the power of his own will, his own efforts and works, and he can very simply request to be baptized. There are many good and morally right people who've been baptized, but there is more to being saved than merely changing one's life and being baptized. What is it? What is it that we must do more? It is essential. Faith is an essential ingredient. Faith is the essential the essential ingredient of believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. And must I say, believing in Jesus is not just having head knowledge of him. Help me say we got to believe in our hearts. And that's why I said that it, we hear the word in our ears, in our mind, but it moves to our hearts. You see, saving faith is believing in Jesus Christ, who and what he is, that he is our Lord and Savior, the Lord of our lives. It is a man giving and turning his life over to Jesus and casting himself upon Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. When we begin to look at what happens after that, when we look at Acts chapter 2 and verse 41, what happens when they came and what happened when they were baptized? In verse 41, the second portion of it, it says, and about 3,000 souls were saved. So from this verse... I understand and I see that it is the Lord who adds to the church. It's the Lord who adds people to the church. While I read this verse, hallelujah, I want you to ask yourself who added to the church. You see, Jesus said to Simon, put out into the deep water and let the nets down for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked Hard all day I'm sorry, worked hard all night And haven't caught anything But because You say so I will let down the net When they did What God asked them to do They caught such a catch Such a large number Of faith So here the disciples were fishing And Jesus hollered out From the shore Have you caught anything We've been fishing all night. Matter of fact, they almost finished washing out and cleaning their nets. And if you know anything about fishing, you'll know that you fish at night because the sun shines. We're there, and the sun will cast a shadow in the water, and the fish will see the shadow and will be uncomfortable. So they fish at night near the dawn before the sun comes out. And so, naturally speaking, when the sun is out, is not a time to fish. But God said, nevertheless, he said, I want to cast your net. Well, Jesus said, cast your net to the other side. And then Simon said, look, we don't think so. We've already done what we know and what we believe. And what we understand is that we're going to cast our net on the other side. And I'm going to say to the body of Christ, because the bridge is out and because we are waving our hands, amen, with the word of God, crying, the bridge is out. And when we see the qualities of the first church compiled here in Acts chapter 2, 41 through 47, the entirety of it, the bridge is out, praise God. But just as Jesus said, throw your net on the other side. Saints of the Most High God, I don't care where you are at in your life. I don't care what's going on in your life. I don't care how many roadblocks you have encountered. I don't care how many no's you have heard. I don't care how many times that you thought you failed. The only thing that will beat a failure is another try. I'm telling you to get up and go at it again. I'm telling you to get up and follow the qualities of the first church and let's do it again. Let's go back to the old landmark. Let's go back where we first believed. Let's go back and pick up some things. I'm not talking about staying back. I'm just talking about a quick glance over your shoulder and say, look where he brought me from. Look where he brought us from. And so when Simon and the others who were fishing, when they followed Jesus and they cast their net on the other side, Amen. The boat got so heavy. The net was so full, praise God. When they began to pull in the net, the boat began to sink. And when the boat began to sink, they called in the other boats, praise God. Because the net was too heavy. Sink to the Most High God. If we would go out and begin to scream out, the bridge is out. Money is not the bridge, praise God. Wealth Is not the bridge, praise God The big car is not the bridge Hallelujah Whatever the fame and the fortune Of the world is Is not the bridge over troubled waters Jesus Christ Who gave his life He's the bridge over troubled waters Hallelujah, thank you Jesus A bridge that will break mm, 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 That will break Help me Holy Ghost That will break the chains Amen, that bind us That will break the stronghold, will break every chain, like the song says break every chain, praise God. The chain of suicide, the chain of unbelief, the chain of disappointment, the chain of discouragement, the chain, amen, of poverty, the chain, amen, of lost love, the chain of lost hope. Saints, we have hope, amen, the bridge of hope, the bridge of love, praise God, the bridge of transformation, the bridge, amen, of help, help, Holy Ghost, I thank God for the bridge, when they threw the net, amen, the net was full, all kinds of fish was in there. Saints to the Most High God, we can't be choosy about the catch. Y'all don't hear me. You can't be choosy about the catch. I've got to get back here and, and get on, on point, but praise God. We can't be choosy about the catch because whatever is in the net, we're pulling in. And Saints to the Most High God, God has blessed us to have sanctuaries. And I'm just going to say, every church on Sunday morning represents the ER. On Bible study, the ER on prayer, well, doing prayer, ER, no matter what's going on in the church, it is a spiritual, a spiritual emergency room, we are, excuse me, we got to understand that God, through the Holy Ghost, is there, and he wants to heal somebody, he wants to help somebody, matter of fact, he's helping somebody right now, amen, miracles, signs, and wonders, coming out of The first century church we got to move forward here we got to move forward amen policies of the first church amen I don't believe that we need to sort out a way to attract people into the church other than teaching the Word of God now of course we have events we have retreats we have all kinds of things but those are to help us grow in Christ not to attract people the Bible says amen in verse 42 that the people, they continued steadfastly in the gospel. They were drawn in by the word of God. Right now, saints of the most high God, we've got to remember that through loving kindness, Jesus drew us into the body of Christ. We had that encounter. We've got to have an encounter with God. We've got to have some interaction with God. You see, with no interaction vertically with God, our horizontal becomes overwhelming. You don't hear me, because of our not having enough interaction. What am I talking about? I'm talking about praying. I'm talking about listening to praise music. I'm talking about not, not forsaking the assembling of yourself, of ourselves together, but coming in and worshiping as a body, coming in. When we began to look at the message that was preached, talking about the devoted church, the devoted church that's concerned about each other, the devoted church that wants to come in, amen, and realizing that the body of Christ is a family, amen, and we're concerned about what goes on in the family. And in that family environment, that environment should be conducive, amen, for safety, amen, conducive, amen, for the power of God to come in. Conducive that it creates an atmosphere that the Holy Ghost, praise God, is there. And because the Holy Ghost is there, that atmosphere is conducive, amen, for men, women, boys, and girls to come in, amen. And when they come in the doors of our churches everywhere, no matter where the church is, praise God, it's not the location, amen, it's not the denomination. It's not what's on the head of the door, but what is important is that Jesus is in the house. The love of Jesus is in the house, and the Holy Ghost moves, amen, throughout the house. So that when people come in, they can feel and experience that God is in the place. So they continued steadfastly, amen. Continued steadfastly In the apostles' doctrine And it was the apostles' doctrine Praise God Of preaching and teaching the word of God They were saved Amen They came out The Bible says that 3,000 Who confessed faith in Christ And were baptized Amen Verse 41 Are those who show the genuineness Amen Of their faith by continuing I'm attracted to this because of confessed faith, confessed faith. That's why in 2020 at Greater Harvest, we're persistent in our prayer for the body of Christ, persistent in our prayer for souls. 2020, we're persistent in our prayer and constant in our faith. Despite the early church, despite the hatred, despite things that happened, do you know those 3,000 souls that came out? and were, were baptized, amen, they were excited. And that family continued to, to germinate, increase, because they were coming because they found something brand new. It wasn't new, but it was new to them. They had that encounter. And what they did was they began to come and look for that fellowship. Come and look for the power of God. Come and look for the kindred spirit of the word of God. And saints of the Most High God, when we begin to do that, we begin to act like our Father who art in heaven because of Jesus Christ, amen, the Holy Ghost on the inside, amen, people will begin to flock to our churches. I was glad when they said unto me, oh, you don't hear me. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go. Oh, saints, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. In the first church, they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Greater harvest, the apostles' doctrine is still good. That is the great mark of salvation. Help me say, I'm going to pray on, and I'm going to hang on. Jesus said in John 8, 31, he said, if you abide in my word, then you are truly my disciples. Saints, we've got to abide in the word of God. And I told you back earlier that it was Matthew 3. That was Matthew chapter 13, praise God, where we talk about the seed. So as we read earlier, the good seed will not wither and die under persecution. That good seed is going to continue to go. Amen. That good seed, praise God, is going to reproduce. Amen. A hundred. Amen. Sixty. Thirty times more. Thank to the most high God. You are the bridge. Amen. I'm sorry you're screaming the bridge is out and you we are proclaiming the word of God and because we're doing so saints should be saved hallelujah now in contrast the apostle John writes of false believers they went out from us amen they went where they were not really of us well I'm sorry getting excited they went out from us but they were not really of us For if they had been of us, they would have remained with us. But they went out in order that it might be shown that all were not of us. Amen. The church should be composed of saved individuals. It seemed obvious, but everybody is not saved. Sometimes there's people that's going to come in and they want to act like us. But when they go out, they find, we find, they're not of us. Amen. So everyone we think should be saved. But it's not me, amen. It's not me to say who comes and who goes. The Bible says, let the wheat and the tare grow together, and I'll do the separating when I come. So saints to the Most High God. We got to keep on praising. Sadly, however, many churches today are made up largely of unsaved individuals amazingly some even try to design a church where non-christians can feel comfortable y'all don't hear me talking to you amazingly enough some people try to design a church where non-christians can feel comfortable if you're in your church on sunday morning and you are comfortable that word is not getting you that word is not hitting you that word is not challenging you Oh, saint to the most high God Mm. Check yourself Or you wreck yourself I'm sorry, let me get back to the word This can't be the goal in church That's devoted to holiness And righteousness in all areas Greater harvest, holiness And righteousness in all areas Body of Christ Let's devote ourselves To holiness and righteousness In all areas That's not to say that unbelievers are not welcome to attend the preaching of the truth and worship. Everybody is welcome to hear the gospel preached and the word of God expound upon. However, to design the activities of the church to appeal to unbelievers or to allow them to play a major role in the life of the church, is to give them a false sense of security. Yes, it is, because we cannot allow ourselves as the church to be manipulated by the things of the world, and people think they're saved and they're on their way to hell in a Cadillac, a Bentley, a Lexus, a Porsche of sin. Hallelujah. The result of that will be eternal tragedy. And I'm going to say it again. The bridge is out. Qualities of the first church. Amen. Luke later points out while many were drawn by the Lord, I'm sorry, many were drawn by the Lord to salvation. Unbelievers are actually afraid to go near the church in Jerusalem because sin was being dealt with so severely. Luke points out that that. In those days, sin was dealt with so severely. And then in our own time, we can look at the churches that we came out of because I'm of that generation, amen. I believe the baby boomers, amen, because I'm 65 this month, praise God. Because of that, hallelujah, the the seriousness of sin, uh, their actions were a little different. Uh, You know what the law was, you know. Jesus said, I did not come to get rid of the law, uh, uh, but condemn the law, but I come that through me the law will be fulfilled. So when you look back, you know, an eye for an eye and a two for a two, if I stole with this hand, amen, it was cut off. If I lied, the tongue was gone. If I did something, the eyes were poked out. If I I stole and ran, they might've cut the foot off. We could not live the law. So Jesus had to come to shed his blood. And before Jesus shed his blood, amen, there were animals being sacrificed, blood everywhere. But the blood of Jesus Christ is that ultimate blood. Amen. We must be reminded, amen, because sin was dealt with so severely in Jerusalem, and sin was dealt with so severely in times past. must remind you that God is love, but God is the God of wrath. You remember when Ananias and Sapphira... Lied to the Holy Spirit about how much money, or I mean, how much money they made when they sold the land. Praise God, the Lord took both of their lives. And we read here in Acts chapter five, verse starting with verse thirteen through fourteen. But none of the rest dared to associate with them. However, the people held them in high esteem, and all the more. Believers in the Lord, multitudes of men and women were constantly added to their number. Acts 5 and 13. In the apostles' doctrine, hallelujah, they were a scriptural church. Saints of the Most High God, greater harvest, what we're looking at as the qualities of the first church, we're talking about being a scriptural church, amen, a church that relies and stands on the word of God amen god designed the church to be a place where his word is to be proclaimed and explained paul mandates such a priority all through the pastoral epistles paul described the ongoing process to timothy like this he wrote the things which you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses these and to faithful men who will be able to teach others. Second Timothy 2. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Help me say the things which you heard from the book. Thank you, Jesus. The things which were heard from the book. We begin to see, saints, that what's happening here when uh, Paul is admonishing Timothy about what he had heard. Amen. A commitment to, through the apostles' teaching is foundational to the growth and spiritual health of every church. Greater Harvest, if we want to grow, if we want to be healthy, the apostles' teaching is the fundamental foundation that we should stand on and to grow. From 1956 to this very moment, Greater Harvest, we have got to continue to stand amen on the word of god peter wrote amen like new babes hallelujah long for the pure milk of the word by that by it you may grow and respect to salvation first peter two and two we must mm, drink of the milk eat of the word so that we will be respectful for salvation Many, many have not grown in respect for salvation You see, salvation doesn't mean I got a big house Salvation doesn't mean I got a big car Salvation doesn't mean I got a, a, a big bank account Salvation doesn't mean the wealth of the world uh, It doesn't mean that I'm better blessed or not blessed And I'm not saying, I'm not condemning comfort because God bless those, amen, who are faithful. What I'm saying is that we, our salvation is bent on being saved. Life now is sweet and my joy is complete because I'm saved, saved, saved today. How many saved people out there do we have today? I'm believing, amen, that everyone has an opportunity to be saved and this word applies to you whether you're saved or not the unsaved have their place in hell if you die amen and not being covered in the blood of jesus christ not having a relationship with him amen hell is enlarging itself daily to receive all that would not hear the word of the lord but i'm so thankful amen That to be absent from this body, being saved, means to be present with the Lord. I'm thankful that my loved ones have gone, and we've all lost loved ones. But at some point, there's going to be a reunion. Amen. And the Bible says, at the sound of the trumpet, oh, help me, Holy Ghost, that the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we who may be alive, amen, shall be caught up. To meet him in the air, Amen. We've got to, we've got to live our life, Amen, with a mind to follow Christ. Oh, let me get done with this um, qualities of a first church uh, after uh, the apostles' teaching. Amen. To the Romans, Paul wrote, "Do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what the will of God is—that which is good." And acceptable and perfect. Romans 12 and 2. Paul's letters to his a Timothy and Titus also reflect the priority of preaching and teaching the word. And pointing out these things to the brethren, Paul said, You will be a good servant of Jesus Christ, constantly nourished, praise God, on the words of faith and of sound doctrine which you have been following. First Timothy 4 and six. God is able. Amen. I'm going to turn the corner. I'm going to go back up here because something uh, hit me up here when it said um, Paul described the ongoing process to Timothy, Timothy like this. He wrote, the things which you have heard from me, the things which you've heard from me, in the presence of many witnesses, Saints and Most High God, we've heard some stuff in the presence of many witnesses. But help me say the things which you have heard from me. The things which you have heard from me. I'm going to go to the book of uh, Joshua, the second chapter in verse 10, and talking about the things which you've heard and the qualities of a first church. Talking about being persistent in prayer and talking about the word of God being our foundation. And scripture being our foundation for the body of Christ. The Bible says (laughs) in Joshua, Rahab is saying it. It says, we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt. And what you did to Sion and Og, the two kings of the Amorites, east of Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. Verse 11, she said, and when we heard of it, y'all don't hear me. And when we heard of it, hallelujah, our hearts melted in fear and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord God is God in heaven and on the earth below. Think to the most high God. We've got to cry out. The bridge is out. Amen. The bridge is out. Amen. The bridge is out because we have forgotten about one Lord, one faith, one baptism. We have forgotten, amen, about one nation under God with liberty and justice for all. We forgot that we are a godly nation. And the foundation not only of the body of Christ, but the foundation of this nation is the word of God. And when these spies, amen, were sent out by Joshua, because you must remember that Joshua now took over from Moses, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now you, Joshua, you pick up these and lead them over, amen, into the land of promise. And Joshua was encouraged to send out the spies. And the spies came back and reported that there are giants in the land. But there were only two, amen, that believed they would be able to take over. And I think and I praise God. I think and I praise God that The Rahab, who was there, amen. Rahab opened up her door. Who's Rahab? Oh, yeah, she's the harlot. She's the prostitute. But what she said was, she heard. Sing to the Most High God. The man, the pastor, who was driving the car, amen, heard. The man screaming, the bridge is out. Rahab heard that God dried up. The Red Sea, and they crossed on dry land. Saint of the most high God, the woman of God, the yeah, the prostitute, the woman of God, heard, Amen. But she had been doing more than just that. On the roof, Amen. There was flat. She had stuff on the roof where the spies were able to go up and praise God. When the king sent in the soldiers to ask. Where were the spies that came in? She said they left and they sent. She sent the soldiers one way. And at nightfall, praise God, she allowed the spies to go down the back window and down the wall. Saints are the most high God because she said she heard. You know saints right now in these last and evil days, we have people that are waiting for suicide. I'm sorry, people that have been caught up in disbelief caught up where there's no hope caught up with things are going on going on in their lives caught up saints to the most high god because they haven't heard it's up to me it's up to you to speak about the signs amen miracle signs and wonders the miracle of salvation how god brought you in how god brought you out it's up For us to speak and talk about it, because when they hear the word, when they hear the testimonies of how and where God has brought us from, when we begin to be committed to what God is doing in our lives, think to the most high God, if we continue to preach, amen, and not only proclaiming the gospel from this Hollywood place that God has provided. But allowing us to see, amen, that God is going to do some great and mighty, wonderful things in our lives. And we can talk about it, but they're looking to see what is God doing in your life. They are more watching what we do than hearing what we say. But what we say has to line up with our lives. What we preach about, we've got to live it out. We're so grateful and thankful. Pray with me. Father in the name of Jesus Forgive me of my sins Create in me A clean heart And renew the right spirit within me I believe Hallelujah in your son Jesus Christ I believe in his birth Virgin birth I believe in his life Amen 33 years I believe amen The death Of Jesus Christ on the cross I believe Amen That they pierced him in the side And blood came running And the shed blood of Jesus Christ Amen Was shed for the remission of sins For this entire world God this day It's me Save me Lord Forgive me Lord Cleanse me Lord Cleanse me from all of our unrighteousness If you prayed that prayer And you believe in God Know that God is saving you. Know that God wants to move in you. There is hope. Amen. God wants to pick you up. Matter of fact, God has been carrying you. God has been carrying me. The song says he's got the whole wide world in his hands. Let's believe in Jesus Christ, the hope for eternal life. And he wants us to be have hope now. Amen. He wants us to live our lives here and look forward to being with him in heaven. We are so grateful, amen, to God, so grateful for God using Mr. Cantain, who is the founder of Me, Kissimmee, K-I-S-I-M-E. Kissame.com is the website, praise God. You'll go out there and you'll find all types of products out there, amen. They're all natural health products products that will help you have a quality of life, amen. That's unbelievable. Just with a little natural, amen, ingredients, amen, that'll give you that natural energy. k-i-s-i-m-e. dot com. Mr. Cantane is the is the founder of the company, amen. His number, amen, 714-487 4241, amen, call him directly. If you go to the website and have any questions about anything, call him directly. He'll be happy to answer any questions that you may have. There's products that you see, uh, the Cordy X, amen, Uh, two tablets, daily, natural energy. We have the coffee, amen. We have um, the cordycep, amen, that's in the coffee. We have both types of coffee. We've got double espresso, amen, and double cappuccino, praise God. They will truly help you. I particularly like the cappuccino. I'm not a coffee drinker, amen, but it tastes like hot chocolate, and it helps you feel great, amen. Kennedy Coffee and Cordy X. We're so grateful and thankful for the Greater Harvest Church of God in Christ family, located at 1144 Olive, 1144 Olive. Our services are Sunday School at 9.30 on Sunday, 11 a.m., our worship service, amen. Prayer, 6 a.m. daily at the Greater Harvest Church, praise God. We are excited about what God is doing. We're expecting a high time in the Lord. We invite you out to the Bible study, amen, starting back up on Wednesday, amen. We have wonderful opportunity. We'll have child care there, amen. So come on out, bring your children, amen. And we are looking forward for God to bless us as we stand on the word of God. So I'm excited. Amen. And so grateful for the opportunity to be your servant leader at the Greater Harvest Church. Amen. The Greater Harvest Church is a part of the first jurisdiction of Southern California Churches of God in Christ, where our bishop is the Bishop Joe Lewis Ely and. Our supervisor of women is none other than our general supervisor, Mother Barbara McCool-Lewis, is the general supervisor of the Church of the God in Christ everywhere, praise God. And we're so grateful and excited about our presiding bishop, the Bishop Charles Edward Blake, amen, who is the presiding bishop of the greater, I'm sorry, of the, of the International Church of God in Christ everywhere. And so we are so excited that God has provided us this opportunity. And we know, amen, that greater is he that lives within us than he that lives within this world. And there's no weapon that's formed against us shall prosper. So, saints of the Most High God, remember to put on the whole armor of God, the whole armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, and our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Wherever we go, Amen. Knowing that God has given us that territory. So we're thankful and grateful that we're marching on the upward way. Higher heights we're gaining day by day. And we're so thankful for this time with you. God bless you. Looking forward to being with you on next week.